your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Through the generations, from the baby boomers to Gen X to Gen Y. It's time to take a leap into the mind of today's youth with What's Making News with Gen Z. It is time for What's Making News in Gen Z's world. And what's been making news in our world relating to Gen Z is that the population of, uh, of Gen Z's, uh, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the most recent census, they make up 18.2% of the population. That is those aged 10 to 24. They are just off the millennials sitting at 21.5%. And they're moving in on the boomers. Watch out, Elizabeth, you're taking over the world. I know we're coming in to take it all back. <laughs> you are. You're going to come back and save it all. It must be, uh, you know, it must be reassuring to see those figures that, you know, it, it is getting to a point where you are going to be able to have much more of a say between the millennials and yourself. That must be reassuring. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely for people my age, it is, it, it's an exciting thought. Um, I think that particularly with what's been going on in the world at the moment with um, people of that age making decisions about, you know, about people's bodies and about particular things, um, it, it's exciting to have some young people and some, you know, young minds coming into those spaces to kind of take over and, and start making those decisions about our future. Well, between uh, between yourselves, uh, the the millennials who have got 21.5, as I said, they're aged 25 to 39, and then the Gen Xers who are the, the the 40 to 54 years, hopefully we can now take over these uh, these 55 to 74-year-olds and uh, and really start to make a difference, make an impact because we're the ones, you know, you're the ones who are coming through, you're the ones who are going to make those changes, the uh, the millennials and the Gen Zers. So it is, uh, it's great news and, and it's important news, I think, for, for our government to listen to that as well. Yeah, I think it's it's super exciting and it's really important. I mean, I've got a few friends who are quite getting involved in, you know, into politics and, and different aspects of, the, of those kind of things. And it, it's super exciting. And I think that um, a lot of my friends um, think that it's kind of time for people our age to be coming in and making those decisions because we kind of think that maybe there hasn't been the best decisions made in the past in regards to different things. Mm. So hopefully it's, it's a time to change, I think. I think we've stuffed it up enough. I think it's your turn now to uh, to try and fix it. But you just need to stop this fast fashion. Oh, no, I know. Well, you know how I feel about that, Tracy. <laughs> We've talked about it previously, I think. Well, unfortunately, uh, we we kind of live in a world of, of fast consumption and, and people wanting to kind of have that thing in front of them immediately. And at the end of the day, that's the only way that people are going to be getting those things is by, you know, getting them from sweatsh- large sweatshops. Mm. But hopefully there is something that they can do to kind of help to make that a better better place for the people that are purchasing and the people that work in those kind of environments. I really, really hope so. I, I really do. Now, you've been uh, you've been on a bit of a journey uh, last week. You headed to Melbourne with a group of, uh, of 10 other Gen Zers. Now, it must have been wonderful to be able to get on an aeroplane and travel because it really, you have been stopped from doing all of that, you know, and that's the time of your life where you travel the world, you go and see places. It must have been great to get on that aeroplane. Yeah, and no, it was super exciting. So my friends and I, we had actually planned to go on this trip last year, but due to um, lockdowns in Victoria, um, we weren't able to go. So we were finally able to get on the plane last week, um, which was a bit scary for, I think, all of us because it's mm. been a very, very long time since we've all been on an aeroplane um, and, and go down to Melbourne. How did it feel getting on that aeroplane? Um, you know, I mean, uh, masks aren't compulsory in airports now, but they're still compulsory on aeroplanes at the moment. That's uh, that's soon going to be uh, said goodbye to. How did it feel? Did you feel safe having that mask on? 
Yeah, I mean, I think from what I could tell, everyone around me had their mask on except for when they were you know, eating or drinking or whatever it was. Um, and I think that um, personally for me, I think in that kind of environment, I will probably still wear my mask inevitably until I know that I don't personally feel like I need to um, just because for me it doesn't really impact my journey <laughs> um, I know that when we're in Melbourne it did keep my face warm so right. oh, that's, always, kind of, good. that's <laughs> always good yeah so it was kind of a positive thing but yeah I mean it's uh, at the end of the day it doesn't really impact me in my life so I'll just continue to wear mm. it for as long as I feel like I need to really so you uh, you landed down there you landed in the place that uh, you know we all forgot about for quite a while what was it like going into Melbourne you know it, can you see some of the side effects of, of the lockdown you know are they shops closed down what is the effect down there yeah, definitely. I think that particularly walking around the CBD and in places like Fitzroy and stuff, there are quite a few shops that aren't open, um, you know, empty retail spaces and, and hospitality venues, um, which is, you know, it's always sad to see. It's a bit of bit reminiscent of, you know, past uh, Newcastle days when the, we had a large majority of shops around Newcastle that, you know, weren't um, didn't have businesses in them. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it was definitely very, very busy. The city was bustling, transport was full, like, you know, there were, there were people everywhere and a lot of people who seemed as though they were on holidays as well. Mm. That's, uh, that's good to see. So obviously the tourists are coming back to Melbourne. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I can think of a few other people who I know from, you know, friends from school or whatever who have been to Melbourne in the last few weeks. So everyone's getting down there. So as a group of, uh, of men, it would have been impressive to see you lot coming together. It, uh, what did you get up to? So as, as a group of Gen Zers uh, down in Melbourne, what did you get up to? What did you see while you were down there? Yeah, so there were 10 of us, which is probably a bit of an overwhelwing thing for yeah, people just a to bit. see. Big group of us getting down around, getting down the streets. But yeah, that was good. I mean, we're, we all, um, we're all big foodies. So we had, um, particularly my friend Georgia and I, who, who you have chatted to, her and her cakes. Um, we, Georgia and I had a big list of food places that we wanted to go to. One in particular, Loon Croissant, to people who have been to Melbourne. Everyone loves Loon. They make the most incredible croissants. Um, Georgia and I were lucky enough to do um, one of their um, tasting menus, which was super, oh, nice. super exciting. So we got to sit down with um, you know, like four other people. So it was really, really small um, and have a really impressive three-course menu there one day. So that was definitely one of the highlights of the trip for me. But yes, lots of tasty, tasty food. <laughs> That sounds wonderful. That that in itself would have been uh, would have been good. What else did you do? So obviously you you got uh, you had some fun on the food side of things. What else is there that a, a group of Gen Zers get up to? Lots of shopping. Um, we you know kind of took our time looking around the city and and going to different places that we don't have in Newcastle, which was quite exciting. Um, we went to a few exhibitions, which is really great. Um, there's a exhibition on at the Acme at the moment, which is light, and it's actually a bunch of um, artworks from the Tate Museum, uh, Tate Art Gallery in London, which was I was super super excited mm. for. So that was probably the highlight of the trip for me. It was a really fantastic um, exhibition, um, and they also had some other parts that kind of featured Australian. Um, um, movie and TV, which was quite cool too. Um, and we also went to the Picasso exhibition, another exhibition which is on at the National Gallery of Victoria. So that was what we did on the last day as a big group. Um, I think that a few of us were maybe a little bit hungover, so I think that might have been a bit of a um, bit of an intense experience. It was quite a long exhibition, but definitely worth it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it was really good. We kind of just got around, and because there yeah. was such a big group of us, we were able to kind of like split off and do different things mm-hmm. at different times, which was good. So yeah. Oh, nice. How was the hospitality world down there? Oh, 
It was crazy. I mean, we definitely, because we had such a big group, we had to kind of pre-plan a few dinners. <laughs> um, but we went to some really, really amazing restaurants. Um, one of the places in particular we went to, um, which is near the um, kind of art precinct, which is called Lucy Lou's, which I would highly recommend if anyone loves like Asian fusion kind of food. Oh, nice. um, we had some incredible food there. So that was really, really good. And just a lot of really interesting places, some really cool bars. Um, we went to this bar in particular called Her, which is like a four-story bar and there's like a rooftop that's it's definitely a very, like, cool Gen Z vibe. Mm. Oh, nice, nice. No trouble, no no requirement to wear mask, no COVID testing, nothing at all while you were down there? No, not that we saw. Um, we had to wear masks on public transport, mm. which for us, again, wasn't really an issue. You just pop them on when you hop on the tram and take them off when you get off. Um, and in, like, art galleries and stuff where there were lots of people around, a few of us mm. wore, wore masks because it was quite crowded. Um, but, again, it's kind of... That the only places you have to wear them is on public transport and on airport and on airplanes. So it was kind of a personal preference as to whether or not you did actually want to wear your mask or not. So, oh, good stuff. Well, it sounds like you had a lovely time. Yeah, no, it was it was a really really good time. It was great to kind of hang out with all of my mm. friends, a few people from Sydney and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, no, we had a really 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 good time. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm very pleased, and I'm uh, I'm pleased that we can head uh, head down to Melbourne now, and I'll take some of your tips. Now, did you go to the casino? didn't what is we wrong had, with you had, i know we talked about it um it was over the river over the other side of the river so we didn't venture over there too much but um we had talked about it but none of us are really i mean I, maybe it's a generational thing none of us are really into gambling wow. we kind of we're all very uptight with our money <laughs> you <laughs> are allowed to be tight with your money <laughs> We prefer to, you know, spend it on kind of experiences. Well, that's what I prefer to do yeah. anyway, going to restaurants to eat or going to exhibitions or, you know, shopping and doing all that kind of stuff. So Now, that is the, the most important question I have to ask you. How was the shopping in Melbourne? Oh, great. I mean, I had a really good time. I definitely didn't buy as much as I thought I would. <laughs> but even then, I just had a really good time um, looking around the shops. Georgia mm-hmm. and I love to go into a designer store and have a look around. So that's what we did on one of the days, having a look around all the really fancy designer mm-hmm. stores in the CBD. Um, but yeah, that was it was really, really good. And I mean, it's just kind of, there's the shopping centres there are just huge compared to ours out of this world aren't they yeah i'm a bit like you i like walking into you know the louis vuittons and the gucci's and walk into there and yeah it's only occasionally that you can actually go yes i'll buy the i'll buy this 500 dollars key ring not um (laughs) yeah it's it's just wonderful isn't it too and it's all there and it shows it shows a different world to us doesn't it yeah, no, it's, it's a good time, and I think Georgia and I love love a good window shop, so we yep. just like to have a look around and go, oh, maybe one day I'll buy that $4,000 handbag. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day. Now, you've got some new music for you today. Last week, we know that Beyonce, uh, she announced her first new solo album since 2016. It's called Break My Soul. What do you think of it? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm a huge Beyonce fan. I was... Super, super excited when I saw when there were kind of rumours floating around the internet that whole Beyonce has kind of changed her profile pictures and maybe there's new music coming. And yes, no, I'm, I'm super, super excited. And this was definitely one of the songs of the trip that was playing on repeat on those nights before we went out. <laughs> it's very much back to the. Uh, to, it's a house music vibe, isn't it? It's very. It is. It's very reminiscent back of the. I don't. I'd say the 2000s. Would you? Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it's interesting. I mean, if anyone's also heard Drake's new album that's come out recently, similar kind of vibes. So um, that seems to me it's coming back, that house music kind of party yes. vibe. Yes. <laughs> I, that, that's my music. I like that as well. You know, yes, I'm an 80s and 90s kid, but yeah, I love the house music of the 2000s. Just great. It's good. Well, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. We will uh, we'll give Beyonce's new single, Break My Soul, a bit of a runaround. Thank you so much for your time. You have a lovely, lovely rest of your Thursday and try and stay dry out there. 
I will. You too, Tracy. Thank you. That is Elizabeth Blacksland with What's Making News with Gen Z. Newcastle in the Morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.